0: The moral affections whose shock could be painful. That, in a word, there was nothing one ought not to do in order to deaden in oneself that perfidious sensibility from which none but others profit, while to us it brings naught but troubles. It is difficult to harden a gentle, good heart. Juliet, employing other resources, then said to her sister that with the age and the figure they both of them had, they could not die of hunger. One must, said Juliet, take good care to avoid believing it is marriage that renders a girl happy. Were she to surrender herself to libertinage, she might always be able to protect herself against her lover's moods or be comforted by their number. These speeches horrified Justine. She adamantly refused to take up lodging with her. Immediately she saw Juliet bent upon conduct that caused her to shudder. The two girls separated without exchanging any promises to see each other again, Each bid an eternal adieu to the other, and they left the convent on the morrow. During early childhood, caressed by her mother's dressmaker, Justine believes this woman will treat her kindly now in this hour of her distress. She goes in search of the woman. She tells the tale of her woes. She asks employment. She is scarcely recognized and is harshly driven out the door. Oh, heaven, cries the poor little creature that woman once loved me. Why does she cast me away today? Alas, it is because I am poor and an orphan. Wringing her hands, Justine goes to find her cure. She describes her circumstances with the vigorous candor proper to her years. Tears rolled from her eyes and lent to them an additional expressiveness. You observe me, Monsieur, said she to the saintly Ecclesiastic. "'Yes, you observe me in what for a girl is a most dreadful position. "'I have lost my father and mother at an age "'when I stand in greatest need of their assistance. "'They died ruined. "'There,' she continued, "'is all they left me. "'And she displayed her dozen louis, "'and nowhere to rest my poor head. "'You will have pity upon me, monsieur, will you not? "'Tell me as if you were a second father unto me. "'What must become of me?' the charitable priest clapped an inquisitive eye upon justine and made her answer saying that the parish was heavily loaded that it could not easily take new charges unto its bosom but that if justine were prepared for hard toil there would always be a crust of bread in his kitchen for her And as he uttered those words the god's interpreter chucked her under the chin the kiss he gave her bespoke rather too much worldliness for a man of the church and justine who had understood only too well thrust him away monsieur said she I ask neither alms of you, nor a position as your scullion. It was all too recently I took leave of an estate loftier than that which might make those two favours desirable. I am soliciting advice, whereof my youth and my misfortunes put me in need, and you would have me purchase it at an excessively inflated price. Ashamed thus to have been unmasked, the pastor promptly drove the little creature away, and the unhappy Justine now rents a small chamber on the fourth floor, pays in advance for it, and, once established, gives herself over to lamentations all the more bitter because she is sensitive. We will allow ourselves to leave her in this state in order to return to Juliet, and to relate how, no better furnished with resources than her sister, she nevertheless attains, over a period of fifteen years, the position of a titled woman with an income of thirty thousand pounds, very handsome jewels, two or three houses in the city, as many in the country, and, at the present moment, the heart, the fortune, and the confidence of Monsieur de Courville, councillor to the state, much esteemed. Her rise was not, there can be no question of it, unattended by difficulties. Perhaps she yet carries the humiliating marks of the brutality of the Libertines into whose hands her youth and inexperience flung her long ago. Upon leaving the convent, Juliet went to find a woman whose name she had once heard mentioned by a youthful friend. She told her story to this woman and begged to afford her the sanctuary she had provided her former friend. "'How old are you?' Madame Duvergier demanded. "'I will be sixteen in a few days, madame,' Juliet replied, "'and never hath mortal uh The matron continued. No, madame, I swear it, answered Juliet. But you know, in those convents, said the old dame, sometimes a confessor, a nun, a companion...